Welcome to the Wedding Obsessed Podcast designed to help you plan your dream day. I'm your host, Adriana, and each week I'm joined by the wedding industry's top professionals, celebs, influencers, and friends who share tips, trends, advice, and mistakes they've made so you don't have to. This is the Prenup Podcast. You know Super Ashley 127 from TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube for her absolutely addictive fitness, lifestyle, and mid-sized curvy petite fashion. But I wanted to introduce you today to the future Mrs. Ashley Golden. Ashley joins me on the podcast today to talk about all things her bridal and wedding planning journey. And since she's doing a destination wedding, she gets very real about what to expect as an American planning a wedding in Europe. Ashley is so fun to follow as evidenced by the enormous following she's amassed across all platforms, including myself. I absolutely love following along with her content. And now she's incorporated a lot of bridal content, which we absolutely love to see. I had so much fun talking with Ashley today. She had so many great tips for brides, as well as being really generous with her own wedding planning journey. I know we all absolutely cannot wait for this wedding, but in the meantime, we're just going to have to follow along with the planning journey, which in my opinion is just as fun. Please join me in giving a warm welcome to the prenup podcast, Miss Ashley Alexandra Lopez. Thank you for being here. I'm so excited to chat with you. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited. I'm really, really pumped. I'm like a huge fan of your content. And I think this is going to be really cool to give another side, like the bridal side of you, because- Everyone, everyone knows you for, I'm just going to hop right into it if it's okay. Yeah, let's do it. Amazing. Amazing. Um, So everyone of course knows you for, you know, your fashion content and your lifestyle content, but you've introduced in the past like year or so your bridal content, which everyone just eats up because you're pretty notorious for being like very generous in what you share. Well, I know I feel like it, and I'm sure all of your followers kind of feel like they're watching a best friend kind of go through this. So everyone is really excited about your wedding. How are you feeling about it? I am also very excited. I will say this is kind of like the only thing online that I'm actually like keeping a secret. I'm like a notorious oversharer. And I'm like, they're like, obviously, we're going to talk about it today. But like a lot of big things, like I'm going to keep under wraps because like, I want it to be like worth the wait, like I want people to be like, wowed and like, I don't want to give anything away too much. You know, I I love that too. Because you know, it's it's one of those things where again, it does feel like we're one of your girlfriends. And like, you don't want to give away the bag to everyone when they come to your wedding and they're a part of that process. You want them to have this experience. If they know everything that they're going to expect, then it's like, okay, well, (laughs) we saw it. So I, I'm not going to make you divulge too much information, but I more so want to go through like the process and getting inside your head and like just being a bride, but I want to take it from the beginning. So you do share your fiance, but I want to get to know him a little bit better. Tell us about your fiance. How did you guys meet? Um, So my fiance, Meech, and I met actually my senior year of college, like my last like two months of college, actually, um, on Tinder. Stop. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I make fun of him all the time because I'm like, you super liked me. So (laughs) clearly you were like in it. Oh, that's really sweet. Did you know very early on that he was Endgame? Yeah. So I was, 
what like when we went on our first date I was six months not even like five months out of a six-year-long relationship so I was like fully like I'm gonna be single for a while like I don't want a boyfriend hell no like I'm trying to make up for lost time I haven't ever been single as an adult (laughs) right right totally so and he fully knew that like we took a while to like really make it official because we were both very much in a space of like this is casual but we yes. were pretty much denying it from the jump because I do also remember texting my best friend on our first date and being like, this is going to sound a little crazy, but he might be my next boyfriend. <laughs> Stop it. Oh my gosh. That is like, you know, like you have that feeling, you yeah. know what I mean? Um, it definitely is like it. I remember our first date being like, okay, I know I'm just learning all about you right now, but it also feels like I've known you my whole life. Like what? This is weird. (laughs) It's a weird feeling to have, but when it's right, it's like kind of in your gut. And as much as have I gone this long, not knowing you, that's kind of weird too. (laughs) Well, the wild part is you were actively trying to fight it, but it means just like, "Mm -mm, nope, here I am to say that, but in my impulsive Sagittariusness on our first date, I also texted my best friend. His last name is Golden. Doesn't Ashley Golden sound so amazing? <laughs> Ashley, it does. It really does sound so good. Are you going to hyphenate or are you going full Golden? Oh, I'm fully getting rid of Lopez. We don't need her anymore. Bye. See ya. <laughs> no more Alo. She's always been my name, honestly. Golden is just like, it's so good. It's, it's so, good. so good. It's so nice when you find a, a man who has a great last name. Like, you know what I my- will say? Like, I think that couples, same sex couples, you know, heterosexual, I think they should take a vote on like who has the cooler last name and just like take that as the family name. I don't think like I because if like if my name was golden and his was like I don't know like a name I didn't like I'd be like right. no keeping my name <laughs> totally totally I daughters will probably do that <laughs> I love that idea and I feel like it's like I wouldn't say it's popular but I do see more people fusing or doing things where they come up with a new last name yeah. I love it I love it too because it's like it's a new family especially like a lot, I mean, it's 2024. A lot of us come from single parent households or, you know, adopted, like, you know, whatever makes you feel like a family is the way to go. I think. I totally agree. How was Meech on it? Is he more traditional guy or is he more in line with you? Honestly, I think he's just always known that I wanted to be golden. Yeah. (laughs) But if I had said like, I wanted to keep my last name, he would have been like, okay, like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So I want to know how you guys got engaged. When did he propose? How did he do it? Okay. So we got engaged last year, December 10th, 2023 or 2022. Mm. Oh my God. Wow. I know. Um, what is this year? I know. Yeah. Blows my and mind. So my 30th birthday was actually December 7th, 2022. Aww. And he kept like, I kind of knew it was coming because he kept like, it was two things. I was like, okay, so I'm either getting engaged or I'm having like a big surprise 30th birthday party. And I definitely didn't expect both, but that's what happened. Stop. Oh my gosh. So he planned you a surprise 30th. So when you walked into the surprise where you were like, okay, well I'm not getting engaged. No, I was already. Okay. So let me tell you the full story because 
my birthday was like on a Wednesday, I think. And so that day I was like, because he had already been telling me like Sunday, don't make any plans. Sunday is like birthday plan day. So in my mind, I'm like, I'm getting engaged Sunday. Like that's just what it is. Totally. So then um, my manager actually like texts or she sends an invite to me and all of like the other girls in the agency that live in New York to like this event for, do you know the brand Classy Network? Like No, I don't. Well, it's a brand that we've like been to their events before we've worked with them. Like we've got a great relationship with them and she sends this invite and it's for December 10th, like that Saturday. And this is before Meech had said like save Sunday for birthday plans. Right. So she sends it and I was like, Oh, like, I don't think I'm going to be, be able to make it. Cause like, that's my birthday weekend. I'll probably something else, you know, I don't know what the plans are, but I'm sure there's going to be plans that Saturday night. Sure. And so then she like hits me up on the side. She's like, Hey, um, keep this on the hush, but like the agency and classy network, we're working on a big project. So like, I really need you to show face. Like, I really need you to like go there and like represent the agency. Like it would be like, even if you pop in for like an hour and I'm like, Ugh, like, fine. birthday. <laughs> 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 like, like, I don't want to work. <laughs> I love I'm it. like, you know what, for you, I will, I'll say, yeah, I'll, I'll make it happen. <clears throat> the consummate professional. Yes. So that is in my head the whole time. Like, okay, Saturday night, I got to go to this classy network, which it was not a pro- like, I love classy network and I love their events and they're always so much fun. But in my mind, I'm like, it's my 30th birthday. Like I want to do what I want to do, you know? Totally. <laughs> totally. Absolutely. Uh, so I'm still of the mindset that it's Sunday. And then Meech tells me also like he has some, so he works with um, a lot of wrestlers. Like he, he's, he's a talent manager for like a lot of wrestlers in like AEW. Oh, no, um, he is. So he tells me Saturday, he has this like last minute autograph signing with one of his clients and it's like a lot of money. So like, even though it's my birthday weekend, like he's going to just go do that real quick and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know, it's money. Go because whatever. Yeah, whatever, like do yeah, it. Get your back. And now I'm like, okay, well, that's actually perfect because I have to go to this classy network thing anyway. So like, if we're both going to be busy, it's perfect. Yeah. So I have that in my mind. And then he tells me, oh, my friend Rick is working on a rebrand for Sharpie, like Sharpie, the brand. Yeah. Like yeah. The and, um, he needs, he's doing like a digital series, like a game show and he needs a couple to be on it. And in my mind, like when he first says this, I'm like, okay, this is clearly the proposal. <laughs> oh my God. That is great. That's, we're getting engaged. Sure. But then, so, but then, um, and I had met his friend Rick before he, he does like, um, like he's like a filmmaker videographer kind of guy. Um, and he does like, he owns his own like marketing videography company. So then he's like sending me throughout the week, like things that Rick is working on because he like actually was working for Sharpie. So then it threw me off and I'm like, it's not like, I guess it's just coincidental that like it What? Okay. I'm so naive. (laughs) I'm like, I guess we're really doing a Sharpie commercial or whatever the so we plan to do it Saturday um, in Jersey City, like on the water, which uh, which in my mind, I was like, that's very, a very good spot to propose because we always go there for our anniversary, everything. But Rick yeah, also lives in Jersey City. So I was like, maybe it's just convenient. Like I'm talking mm. myself out of it to not get my hopes up. Right. Right. So we right. Go, we go. It's like 11 in the morning. Meech is like freaking out because he like went to the barbershop. He's running late. He's like, Rick is going to be so mad. Like we can't be late, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like. I'm sure it's fine. Like, (laughs) 
show up when we show up. Like, I don't think it's really that big of a deal. <laughs> oh my God. I'm not realizing he's fucking petrified. So then we get there and it's basically like a fake game show with like a spin the wheel kind of thing. And there's like a whole, a host, like two hosts, a host and a hostess. And then Stop. there's Rick behind the camera. And the host is like, is, is a wrestler, like a, like a famous wrestler. I had no, I didn't know that beforehand. I'm not really into wrestling. Now I know. Sure. He's like a really big wrestler. Um, shit. I can't remember his name right now. Anyway. So, and <laughs> so I don't know. Um, <clears throat> I'm like, no, this is like legit. Like they've got like a whole like spin the wheel kind of thing. And then it's like a hangman situation where like you have to spin the wheel, answer a question. And then if you get the question right, you like get a letter on the board. Okay. And so all of these questions, I'm like drawing a blank for all these questions. And, but they're all like very, you can now looking back on it, they're clearly geared to like shit I would know. Like one of the yeah. questions was like, who was the youngest billionaire? And I was like, I don't know, Mark Zuckerberg. And Meech is like in my ear, like, I think it's Kylie Jenner. And I'm like, how the fuck does he know? And mind you, he came up with the question. Oh my God. Wait, this so, is so elaborate and like no, yeah. I detailed. Mean, he also, okay. So Meech, he owns his own talent management and production company. Like he literally for a living comes up with game shows <laughs> okay okay so he has a leg up this one yeah um so basically all that to say it ends up spelling out will you marry me but the letters that like the r and like the double letters those questions were like really really hard like what's the what's the the clinical name for like the fear of dogs i was like i don't knows that so clearly he but he intentionally made those questions like really hard shit I wouldn't know but I'm gonna be very real I was so like I didn't take my Adderall that day and I've got crazy raging ADHD so my mind was like I was not nothing was coming up here it's all empty oh my god but once the letter started filling in I'm not gonna lie in my mind I was like I think is that what the fuck it says but I was like you know what keep your cool you need a few more letters before you make a fool of yourself just in case just in case right <laughs> so finally it gets to a point where I'm like holy shit what does that say and then when I turn around he's on one knee he's got the ring out and Aww. it like it was like right on uh in Jersey City on the water like in front of the restaurant we always go to for like our anniversaries and then I turn around and my parents are like coming out of the bushes down from the restaurant <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, it that is so, so sweet. That's that's like really setting the bar high. That was the first part. That was the first half of the day. Then we're driving home. So we go have brunch in the restaurant with my parents. And my mom the whole time is like, I have this appointment at 10 o'clock or like at whatever time I really need to make it. I missed the last two. I have to go, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't care, girl. I got this ring. Go wherever you want to go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not worried about it. <laughs> Mind you, it was her going to get her hair done for my party later. <laughs> oh, and my God. And we're driving God. home after brunch, and Meech is, like, super quiet. Like, super, super quiet. I'm, like, freaking out. And I'm, like, why the – like, are you good? Like, like in my mind, I'm, like, is he regretting this? Like, what's going on? <laughs> we get home. 
I lay on the couch for way too long, calling everybody, texting everybody. Um, Meech ends up like, you know, getting ready and going to what I think is the autograph signing. Really, he was going to my mom's house to then go to the party. But he the whole time is like all these party plans are in his head. So he's like acting quiet. In my mind, I'm like, maybe he is regretting proposing to me, but he's really just like going through all the logistics in his head. Right, right. It is. It's so stressful. And like um, one jam-packed weekend to do oh, it was insane like insane so then I lay on the couch for way too long the whole the plan was to, like come home shower redo my whole makeup but I was in in such a like you know I was just like on a high obviously I posted on Instagram so I'm like reading all the comments answering everybody yes. I left myself literally like 30 minutes to get ready for this classy network event so I like literally just slap on more makeup on top of my face <laughs> <laughs> and put on like a red dress and yeah and then we go to the party and it wasn't literally until I walked in the room that I had any clue that like I was so, I was more surprised by the party than the engagement I'm, I'm gonna be real oh. like it wasn't until we were walking down the hallway to it was like a studio space in in like in like Chelsea in the okay. city and so I we're like walking down the hallway. I hear the music and I'm like, damn, Classy Network is lit tonight. Like they throw a good party. <laughs> they really knew I was coming. <laughs> like, this is about to be fun, actually. <laughs> and it wasn't until I walked in the room and realized every face in the room was like so, somebody, like a friend or family member of mine that I was like, holy shit, is this my party? <laughs> oh my God. Oh, that is so sweet. Yeah. What a <laughs> high, like. You were probably just reeling after that. Oh my God. Yeah. The next day I just slept the whole day. Like I could not move. <laughs> I bet. I bet. So did you guys take some time after you got engaged to really marinate in it? Or did you go full throttle right into planning? Um, we, we didn't actually plan anything right away, but we did like immediately start talking about like what we wanted. And like the first thing that Meech said was like, we need to get married at a castle. And I was like, and this is why we're getting married, because we are on the same wavelength. <laughs> yes, my prince, my king. I love that. And then I was like, okay, well, how many castles are there in New Jersey? I don't think very many. <laughs> no, there's not, so, like, yeah, it, I can think of a handful of, like, Long Island ones and, like, a couple around, but. Yeah, so immediate, we immediately knew two things, that we wanted it to be at a castle and that we wanted it to be more of like a wedding weekend kind of event and not just like a one day thing. Mm -hmm. So both of those things kind of led us down the path very quickly to a destination wedding. <laughs> love it. Love it. Yeah. Love it. And that adds a whole other layer into just the process yes. in and of itself. So yeah. Are you sharing where you're doing it or are you keeping that under that? Yes, because I'm an oversharer and yeah. But to um, totally got it. So we actually started off thinking the south of France because we thought that would just be like really beautiful. And we sure. basically did something that could be like for a lot of people that we're inviting, this will be like their one big trip of the year. So we wanted it to be somewhere that like, you know, they could lay on the beach, get some sun, like somewhere on the water as well. Right. Um so we landed on the south of France and very quickly realized that was out of our budget. <laughs> well, you have a video. I remember it was so funny. You were looking at the Hotel Ducat Eden Rock, which Sophia got, Richie got married at. I am obsessed with Sophia Richie. I'm like, know. I had no idea what, who's pregnant, by the way, they just announced. I Congrats. know. I saw the news yesterday. I'm like acting like it's me. I'm like, what? 
but that um, no, so when we we had no idea like I had we've never planned a wedding and apparently sure. this is like the most one of the most coveted wedding venues of all time and I'm like I had no idea I just thought it was pretty and I saw that they would do fireworks and I was like let's ask sure I know it's so wild because you know you see it and you picture it's going to be expensive but it wasn't until your video that I realized who just how expensive oh my goodness me okay, I I, I yeah. So the, for everybody listening and watching, it was a a three-day minimum buyout of the whole hotel, minimum, so three days, and it was 200,000 euro per night. And that's just to rent the place out. That doesn't include like anything else, like food, decorations, nothing. That's just to like have the place. <laughs> Wait, okay. So 200,000 per night, three-night minimum? Yeah. That- and I was like, okay. So, so generous to think I have enough for one night. Um, yeah. What in the heck? Well, that's so like, that's a million dollar wedding minimum, it, you know? Oh, easily, easily. Yeah, I like mean, million dollar wedding. Everyone would be getting, you know, cucumber sandwiches and, you know, I would be old in on the-, the mic. <laughs> like there would be bare bones. Yes. <laughs> so you look around, decide like, you decide on a venue. Did you physically go to the destinations? Oh, we don't have a venue yet. Stop. Do you have so a wait, date? So we landed on South of France. We realized it was out of our budget. So we were okay. like, let's look around Europe, like by the water. Yes. And so now we have landed on um, Southern Italy, oh. Apulia. Yeah. So oh. it's like, you know how they say Sicily is like the toe of the Italian boot. Apulia is like the heel. So it's like the opposite side. Um, and so we booked our flights and we're going on uh, the first week of March to go visit venues. And like, we have one that we really, really love. The other two are kind of just backups. Oh my <laughs> so God. We'll hopefully God willing, like sign our contract and like have our official date in our venue. But Ashley, sometimes they surprise you. Sometimes you go to a venue and you're like, oh, I'm not really excited about this. And then you just fall in love. I, I know. Which is why Meech specifically, he was like, we need to go see the backups first. Because if I see the one we really like first, I'm not going to want to go to see the other ones. <laughs> it's like picking a dress. It's the same idea. It's like once you have the one that you love on, yep, nothing else matters. Have you started dabbling in dresses because I know you do these fun like you get these Amazon dresses and girl I gotta tell you some of them you get in I'm like are you sure are you sure this is from Amazon no honestly like the Amazon dresses they like in pictures they they look beautiful what like the fabrics are horrendous like they feel like (laughs) yeah it's like but pure polyester like they really look like you're going to be sweating if you actually wear it but honestly if you just wanted to do like a bridal photo shoot like I know a lot of people like you know go get legally married and then just do a photo shoot and that's like their wedding that would be perfect you really were on a budget you didn't want to spend much on a dress Amazon is kind of a good option (laughs) absolutely absolutely especially like you said like if you're not, are you doing a big wedding? Are you and me having a lot of people yeah. or keeping it intimate? We're thinking yeah. like 80 to a hundred, which for a destination, that's kind of big. It is a lot. It's, do you have yeah. big families? Yes. <laughs> so, and, so, lots that's, of, and lots of friends. And we were very much so people that are like, if you're a friend, like we're, we all of our friends are our best friends, you know, like we're all really close. We don't have like 
you know, casual friends. We're all like very close. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I, and that's the only way to do it. Like yeah. if, if people are just kind of stragglers, I don't even want them in my life. You know, I want yeah. that tight crew. <laughs> <laughs> so have you, I started asking and then I got myself sidetracked, but have you started looking into dresses, things like that? Yes. Yeah, so I went last June, uh, Grace Loves Lace invited me to come to their Montclair store and, um, you know, like do a video for them and all that. So I went there and I actually found, uh, cause their, their vibe is a little bit more like boho and, and yes. minimal for my like mm -hmm. bridal taste, but I did find a really nice dress that I'm going to be using for my after party. Cause it's just like really sexy and like tight and like, you know, form fitting and it gives like an after party vibe for me. So I did get my after party dress, but I also, um, was able to, or my wedding planner was able to get me, uh, an appointment at Kleinfeld's for not next Friday, the Friday after. So February 9th. And I'm so pumped about it. <laughs> oh my gosh. It is. It's a dream. Have you been in before? Have you been in shop? Yeah. So my, my maid of honor is my cousin. She's getting married this June and I'm also her maid of honor. So we went for her last summer oh. and she did find her dress at Kleinfeld's, but it was like a whirlwind of an experience. It really is. And it's, it struck me the first time I was in there, it's a lot smaller than I thought it would be because yeah. like I am just such a like say yes the, to the dress girl. Yeah. Are you going to do the show? Oh, I wish I applied, but I didn't hear back, but that would be so fun. <laughs> I'm shocked. I feel like they would eat that up. I wonder, like, you never know. It's it's, <laughs> it's good press for them. Cancel the dress. You, I mean, I still it up. I still plan on vlogging the whole thing, so I'll just do my mm -hmm. own little dress. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to watch that. That's gonna be so cool. <laughs> um, so you mentioned your wedding planner. Yeah. How did you go about selecting your wedding planner? Is it someone who specializes in destination, or I actually found her on TikTok before we were even engaged. And I just like loved her vibe. And yeah. I loved all her videos because the videos I, so her name is Ambrosia. Her TikTok is Sincerely Ambrosia. And when I found her TikTok, it was, I think the video I saw was about how she inter like uh, incorporates like music for like different moments of weddings. And oh. it was like, the video was like using a Childish Gambino song for like the the bride's like uh dress change for the reception and it was just so dope and I was like she is really cool and then I took a look at the rest of her page and I basically just kind of like followed her and like logged that in my brain like if I yeah. ever wanted a wedding planner I would want her and yes. so then I got engaged I showed Meech her page and he was like oh yeah she's dope like let's set up a call right now <laughs> that's a really cool way to go about it actually because especially as you said in the beginning you and Meech have never planned a wedding before. So instead of racking your brain and trying to find someone that aligns with your style, if you find someone up front, it's like, oh, well, they did this and this, and I kind of love that, but maybe we can maneuver it to be a little bit more our speed. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And she's very like, she's very non-traditional and like, um, I guess you could say like eclectic or like avant-garde, but she also is a professional like a very much so a wedding professional so like she can do like a traditional bridal wedding so yes. it's really like a good mix because I'm not like completely untraditional I just have like certain elements that I don't want as traditional as other weddings um and Meech is the same way so it's a really good mix and she's just like super creative 
whereas like like she comes up with things that I would have never even thought of and I'm like no I love that we're doing that you know <laughs> yes the way some people's minds work I'm just uh, utterly impressed just speaking <laughs> of um you know the element of being traditional and non-traditional what are what are some traditional aspects of a wedding that you guys want to incorporate um we're not doing a first look like Meech wants to be surprised like yeah when I walk down the aisle. Yeah. So which I was that. a little surprised that he said that, but I also love that because like yeah. I do want like the wow factor of like walking down the aisle and, and him seeing me and like us seeing each other for the first time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that for sure. And then I can't really think of anything else right now, but that's like the biggest one that I can think of. Like that's going to be true to tradition. We're also also both doing like traditional bridal parties. Um, I don't okay. know if they'll be like necessarily standing up next to us yeah, or what, but we are going to do bridal parties. I know a lot of people don't anymore, but I need my girls. Yeah, I, I feel like everyone's just kind of doing what works for them in terms yeah. of bridal party and whether they're having everyone stand or whether they're just having friends. But it's like, out yet. <laughs> well, that's what I love about what's happening with weddings now, because just kind of whatever is going to suit the couple and you don't have to worry about the expectations of the yeah, days like of you were waiting for any specific thing anymore you know right right exactly how many bridesmaids are you having five so one okay, made four bridesmaids yeah oh my gosh that's a perfect number yeah i'm excited okay so is there anything we talked about some traditions that you are doing are there any traditions that you're like, I absolutely am not partaking in this? Two that I can think of off the top of my head. Number one, we're not spending the night before apart. Like we're sleeping in the same bed the night before the wedding. I just feel yeah. like there's so many other, number one, we're not going to be home. Like we're going to be in Italy. And number two, like there's so many other, like it's such a hectic, crazy day that I feel like at least waking up next to each other will be like some kind of normalcy and calm before like the craziest day of our life, you know? <laughs> totally totally um yeah so I think that it was a big one for both of us like ne like we're gonna sleep in the same bed we're gonna have like our last night before we get married together and it doesn't really like we've lived together since I was 24 years old like that would be so weird right. to like not <laughs> <laughs> yes like um, no are we fooling here come on <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and then the second one is we're not gonna do um like a father daughter or a mother son dance we're not gonna do that okay love it love it yeah, yeah. it's it's about the couple you know so it if it lends more to you guys to do yeah. something that just focuses on you. And sometimes they're, they're a little weird. Like they're just not for everybody. Yeah. And also like the, the garter and the, the bouquet toss. I don't think we're going to do those. We haven't actually discussed it, but I just feel like it's so weird. And like, what if somebody's <laughs> cousin gets the garter and then like, they got to put like, we're all family now. This is weird. <laughs> It's so weird. It's so weird. I'm so glad you said that. And I will say, I still think the bouquet toss is cute. So, if, you know, you just do a little toss of the bouquet, but the garter toss creeps me out to no yeah, end. Yeah, no, you're right. The bouquet toss is cute. The garter thing is, it's weird. It's weird. Like, no one needs to see that. No one needs, you yeah, know. Like, the match is going to be made at that wedding. That is not the moment for it to be made. <laughs> right. And, like, do I really want something that was, like, 
near my vagina, like being thrown to a cousin. Not really. Or like, yeah. Or do I need like all of our older relatives, like watching all that? Like, no, thank you. No, thank you. Absolutely not. Oh my gosh. So what has been in terms of planning so far, what has been the most difficult thing you guys have encountered? Would you say? So far, luckily we've like gotten through it and we've like figured it out. But in the beginning with wanting a destination wedding, getting in touch with venues in Italy was so, so difficult. And it was so difficult to the point where we had to sign on another wedding planner, like an Italian wedding planner, which we were going to need like a day of like, we were going to need somebody on the ground over there anyway. Right. But it was literally impossible to get in touch with any venues before we got in touch with our Italian wedding planner now, whose name is Sabrina. And before we got Sabrina, there was just no way, not only was it a language barrier, but like they just would not pick up the phone, would not answer emails. Like unless it was somebody they've already worked with and knew, like they just ignored you in our experience. That's the biggest thing I hear with people planning, Americans planning weddings in Europe And there's so many differences between the way, not just our culture is, but the way they do weddings too. And they're just so laxed about everything. Whereas in the States and you're like, you're a Northeast person as well. Everything's like, boom, 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 boom. Got to get it done. And they're just like, I am having a croissant. Traditional New Jersey wedding. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Like we're just used to that go, go, go and speed. And they just take things slow and not a big deal. And for a Northeast bride, that's like, I'm going to implode. Just like a New Yorker. Like I, and Meech is the same way. He's originally from DC, but he's lived in New York so long. And that's just like his personality type. And even Ambrosia, like our, our wedding planner, we're all just very like, okay, you don't like it. Move on. Like, yeah in and out, you know, like, let's get the job done. We don't have to lollygag or like, yes, you know, make small talk. Like even we did um, a call like a couple weeks ago, me and her, like going through wedding dresses to kind of figure out like my style. Yeah. And would show me a picture. I'd be like, no, she'd be like, okay, moving on. Like, I don't even <laughs> need to ask why. Like, okay, let's go. <laughs> that reminds me of that scene in sex in the city when Anthony and Charlotte are going wedding dress shopping. The girl brings it out and she's like, she hates it. <laughs> Just move on. yeah nobody has to speak for me in that regard I will let you know if I hate it (laughs) totally totally yeah move on from it that was a little bit of our experience at Kleinfeld's when we went for um, my cousin she didn't really know what she wanted I kind of had a picture in my head of what I thought like what how I imagined her as a bride which ended up being exactly the kind of dress that she got so (laughs) but in the beginning she just wanted to try on everything and it was a little bit of like, every time she came out, she would like, her face would drop a little bit more and a little bit more. And I'd be like, because fuck are you trying on? Like, I need you to give some feedback because the girl is not getting it. So finally, right. me, um, my mom and her mom, we were like, no, we need to, we need, we need a strapless. We need satin. We need this, this, and that, like, get us that dress over there because none of these are working. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of people are not afraid to say no but maybe that they'll like hurt someone's feelings as they picked it and And I think it's also like I mean the majority of brides are first-time brides and you don't really know what you want so you're like let me just try on things and see how I feel but like it very quickly becomes a negative experience if you just like 
you keep hating the way you look in things because they're not yeah. flattering your, you know, your shoulders if you love your shoulders or whatever. Yeah. You're totally you right. Just feel like a bride, like you know, until yeah. you find a dress, any dress is just a dress, you know. Exactly. Until it's the dress. Exactly. <laughs> so what are you feeling most excited for in terms of either the wedding itself or the planning process? Um, I, I'm not going to lie. I am a girl's girl through and through. So I am so pumped about my bachelorette. Like, I am like, I already have all the, my bridesmaids thought that like, they were going to just surprise me with my whole bachelorette. I was like, no, I live for this shit. Like I'm totally, I'm not, I'm not, uh, or I will delegate you to like implement these things, but like, I love a good theme and I will be picking mine. (laughs) Oh, 100%. I feel like I remember you saying you already picked like destination and all that yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Do you have it planned already? Or are you waiting until like we haven't picked a date yet? Right. But it will be New Orleans because <sighs> I knew I wanted to, I knew I wanted my bachelorette in New Orleans before I even knew where I wanted to get married. Do you know I've never been? I'm dying to go. So but I've oh, never been to New Orleans. No. Me, Meech and I went for my 25th birthday and it was okay. like, the best like the moment we were there I was like oh yeah this is my bachelorette location this is it the just destination looks for sure I love it here so fun just so and fun the food, the food. I'm like, like I need a beignet yesterday oh my god so good like I need one bad meal <laughs> <laughs> I love it oh my gosh it's gonna be it's gonna be a ball I'm so excited to continue following along so I want to I want to kind of pivot into something. So we do a little advice segment here on the show. Um, I'm playing with calling it premarital counseling, but we <laughs> we had someone write in, and I am going to change the name just for purposes of like anonymity because you know these things can be sensitive when it comes to weddings. Uh, but I wanted to see if you would be able to maybe give a little advice as the internet's best friend. Um, maybe you could help this girlie out. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Awesome. So this is actually a bridesmaid in the wedding. And we're going to call her Jane Nichols. I've many times, so I have a lot of experience in this regard. So you'll have some good insights to this. Okay. So this is from quote unquote, Jane Nichols, shout out to the low maintenance girls that are asked to be a bridesmaid to a lifelong family friend who just cannot stand the over the top expenses for everything. Bride has picked the most expensive hair and makeup in all of the city and didn't tell the price until a few weeks before. Didn't want to be tacky and ask what the price was when we agreed nine months prior, but thought, hmm, maybe it's her treat then. Now I'm ignored by the whole side of the family for saying I can't afford help. What do you think, Ashley? This is not the, this is not on the bridesmaid to me. This is on the bride because I, you can't, you can't expect everybody to be in the same financial place as you or to even prioritize their money for, for your event. Like totally. Being a bridesmaid is an honor, but it's also like you have to, as a bride, you have to be very cognizant and aware of where all of your bridesmaids are in their life as opposed to yours. Um, And don't make them feel bad for it. Like you obviously don't want to disclude anybody because of their financial situation. So I think, I don't think 
that she, I don't think the bridesmaid is in the wrong. I think the bride and her family is in the wrong because number one, you don't, you don't get a hair and makeup artist without the approval of everybody. Or you ask like, this is the, you, I mean, I've never been approached with, with, you know, hair and makeup without a price attached to it. Right. Right. Yeah, like, I was thinking the same thing. Told, like, Hey, Hey ladies, uh, hair and makeup are going to be this much and this much are you in like, and some people will do their own hair. Some people will do their own makeup or everybody will, you know, buy into it, but it's always like with a price. <laughs> right. And it's, I think when it comes to, and you said it best, like when brides are either shopping for a dress or looking for new, this is likely their first time doing it. They don't yeah. know. And it same goes for bridesmaids. If you haven't been in a lot of weddings, you haven't been a guest at weddings, you just don't know what you don't know. So there's a protocol that, you know, I or you would use with a girlfriend. It's like, well, what's the price? What are we talking here? You know? And if someone maybe feels a little bit like, oh, maybe that's not what you do. Maybe you don't ask. I mean, honestly, I think more communication, like, up front is always better. Like I much rather be called tacky for asking than be called tacky for not being able to afford it later. You know, 100%. like percent. at least even if she, even if it, she couldn't afford it, maybe if she knew the price, maybe she could have budgeted, like saved or, you know, done something. Right. To, like not be blindsided by that expense. You know, like and you don't want anybody. Think- being a bridesmaid can get very expensive. You have to buy a dress. You have to do the hair, the makeup. You got to chip in for the bachelorette. Like you have to do a lot of things. Girl. So like you're planning a wedding and yeah, it's going to be a lot more money than anybody else is spending, but it is a financial like commitment to be a bridesmaid as well. It totally like, is. And so it's underestimated. I think no. a lot by brides because of course, when you're the couple getting married, you're dealing with so many expenses and so much shit. And you kind of can't get out of your own expense bubble, but other people are taking on a lot. And just what you said, like the communication up front, I'm not going to lie to you. I get in situations where bridesmaids things are brought up and I do some shit talk and I'm like, why would they do this? This is about the bride, blah, blah, blah. No, I'm I'm usually team bride. I'm usually team bride because I'm like, if you... I think it's a real honor to be asked to be a, br- a bridesmaid it and is. I think it's nothing to be taken lightly. And if you aren't fully 100% committed to like celebrating somebody as a bride and being there for their bachelorette, chipping in for those things, like showing up for that person, don't say yes. Like don't totally. do it. Yeah, <laughs> like be honest. Say every step of the way about, oh my God, this is so expensive. Oh my God, I don't want to go there. I don't like this city. I don't like this dress. Don't be the bridesmaid. Like. I'm That's much, the thing. You can end your whole friends friendship when you could have saved it by just being like, actually, I've got a lot on my plate. I really can't afford to be a bridesmaid this year. Or I just want to support you. You know, yeah. I'll be at the wedding. And I think that's where as much as I am, I'm team bride. I love the brides. <laughs> I think that's where we all need to have a conversation about, hey, when we're asking someone to be in our bridal party or a part of our wedding, let's be upfront with the expectations. Okay, well, we're going to be taking a a trip for my bachelorette. We're going to be, you know, getting these kinds of dresses. Are you okay with that? Are you okay with getting your hair and makeup done? And no harm, no foul. Like, just because someone can't be a bridesmaid, I'm I'm sure they're still honored. But if they say, like, I just can't hack it, you you can't get your feelings hurt about it. Yeah. 
and I've had friends that have had like bridesmaids that weren't able to afford the bachelorette trip. So they were still their bridesmaid. They just didn't go to the bachelorette because sure. like, especially for somebody like me where I'm having a destination, I'm already expecting everybody to, you know, fly to another country for my wedding to then on top of that, have a bachelorette trip. I can't be upset if they can't afford both within, you know, a certain amount of time. Of course. But I also like everybody, all of my bridesmaids already know where the wedding is, when it is, or, you know, when it is. And, you know, generally we haven't planned it yet, but like where my bachelorette's going to be some roundabout dates. And I, I am trying to space it out so that there's like a recovery period where it's not like we're going on the bachelorette, <laughs> you spend all this money in New Orleans, and then you got to pick up two months later and fly to Europe. Like that's right. not fair. <laughs> right. No, totally. But kind of who can make it can make it and who can't like we'll yeah. celebrate with each other in the ways that we both can like yeah. meeting of the minds like, yeah and I I would never think that that's like anybody's less of a friend for not being able to hack it like people have their priorities and you know your bills are more of a priority than your bachelorette I'm so sorry but it is <laughs> totally totally and you know in terms of this specific bridesmaid I feel like unfortunately it seems like the wedding is right around the corner. It's more of a cautionary tale for others, but I think either post-wedding because two weeks within a bride's wedding, like you just don't want to bombard her with anything else. I think maybe you say, Hey, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm going to do my own hair and makeup. If that's okay. I, I don't want to cause any issue. Then maybe after the wedding you revisit and just say, I, I just wanted to make this a nice experience for you, but that's so not something that I can afford. I love you. Like I yeah. want to be a part of your day, but it's and unfortunate. I think, I, I, yeah, it is unfortunate, but I also think luckily hair and makeup is one of those things where it's not like make or break. Like you can get your own or even find your own, you know, makeup artist come already ready to the bridal suite or whatever like that. And right. it's not like you're still there to support your friend just because you didn't use the hair and makeup artist that they, that everybody else used. That doesn't really change anything. Absolutely. Um, so I think in that regard, it's fine. Like, it's not something like, oh, I can't afford the bridesmaid's dress because like, right. if everybody's wearing matching dresses, you know, like that's a little bit of a bigger issue. Then that's um, different. Like hair and makeup, it's a little, I, I think it's more tacky that she didn't tell you the price. I agree. I, I totally agree. And, you know, I never want to tell people to like cut off friendships, but sometimes, you, no. you know, you reevaluate things when it's and it, very it clear also, that someone isn't concerned oversight like the bride could have it could have just like she knew the price in her head and it like slipped yeah. her mind to tell everybody else totally and then it was like already too late you yeah know. you're nicer than me I'm like she <laughs> I mean I say that but then on the other hand I'm like okay well did she intentionally not say the price because it was expensive and she didn't want to turn people off because like you that's not know. fair either <laughs> but but you're right like it's it's so it's so much better to give someone the benefit of the doubt because then when you address someone about it feel better if and if nothing more you know <laughs> totally totally give yourself some grace yeah <laughs> all right Ashley so I have two more little things for you and then I'm gonna let you go because I promised you under an hour and I know you're a busy busy gal but since you are our fashion girly I wanted to play a little game with you this is I do or I don't and this is wedding fashion edition are you ready yes okay, <laughs> okay. First is matching bridesmaids' dresses. I do or I don't? Um, I'm in the middle because I love a good, like, the same fabric or color across the board. But 
I don't think the same style really fits every girl. I think it's very rare that you find a bridesmaid style or dress style that is going to fit unless they all have the same exact body type, which is like <laughs> even more rare. <laughs> right. Um, so I think I'm more, I don't, but I do love a, a cohesive look in some way, but not perfectly. Totally. Yeah. Yes. Love that. Love that. Okay. What about bridal gloves? I don't. I think they're beautiful, but for me, like, I don't think like things on my hands. Yeah. Yeah. And it like messy, you know, it's, it's yeah. all white. Like, I, I'm already so scared about wearing all white. Like I get foundation on everything. <laughs> You're going to be like roboting the day. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What about pearl accessories? I love a good pearl. I do. I don't know that I'll do, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I do love pearls and I think they're really pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Love I think it. pearls in the hair is really pretty. Oh, I and love like, those with the like slick. The bridal mani, like a pearl, like, you know, pearl details. So cute. Oh, I'm excited to see what you're going to do for a mani for the <laughs> wedding. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What about feathers? I love feathers for the getting ready part. Like mm-hmm. I love like a feather robe or like feather lingerie. Yes. Feather slippers, but, or for reception, like your fun little feather mini dress, but I'm not big on feathers for like the main ceremony. Look. Okay. Love yeah. it. More traditional. Yeah. What about stilettos for the bride specifically? Oh my God. I love them. They're so hot, but I'm going to have to be in those things all day. Like I, I think know. you I think every bride needs like two pairs of shoes. You need like your picture shoes. And then like, I have to be in these shoes all day shoes. <laughs> you are speaking my language. Absolutely. It's yeah, it's not realistic, but you do want the, and realistically in most dresses, unless it has, you know, a slit or it's a highlight, like you're not going to see the shoe under the gown. So like, just take the detail shots with the shoe and then put on the comfy shoe. Or, I mean, you can survive in the stiletto down the aisle and back up. Like you're good for it. Yeah, absolutely. So you got your ceremony shoe. It's the hot stiletto. And then your reception shoe, you're going to be running in, doing your dance for your entrance. Like you need some stability. (laughs) Absolutely. Or, you know, rub lidocaine all over your feet. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. What about detachables as far as like, Sleeves, skirts, the whole nine. I love them. Like a, Me too. Like a detachable, like full skirt moment. I'm, that's something I'm playing with. We'll see how I, where, where I get. Okay. Um, or the sleeves too. I saw this, or did you see that Nicole and Felicia dress that Jayla wore on the red carpet? It was like pink. Yes. yes. The detach, like the, sh- the, the rose shawl. Oh my God. I sent it to my maid of honor. I was like, I think this is your maid of honor dress. Uh, that would be so stunning. Oh my God. Yeah. That was yeah. such a look. I'm getting so much like foresight of what bridal fashion week is going to look like from award season. And I'm just like God, I know. eating it all up. I Love know. it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then last one, multiple outfit changes. I do. I do. I do. Yes. <laughs> I figured you might. Dresses. I'll also have, you know, my getting ready outfit. My, yeah. No, I love, and I love an outfit change and I love like making the outfit change like a whole moment. Too. Yes. Like I wouldn't like, Oh, Oh my God, Ashley's wearing a different dress. No, I need another entrance for the other dress. <laughs> an arrival. <laughs> 
I love it. Okay, Ashley, we end every episode with what we call an after party, and they're just four little fun questions. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. The first question is, what is your top recommended honeymoon destination? Um, a lot of people are telling me Puerto Rico. I, I think it's because I'm Puerto Rican. <laughs> Puerto Rico and Mexico. A lot of people say like either not Cancun, but like Riviera Maya and yeah, both beautiful countries. And I see why like great food, great sun, relaxing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Little adventure sprinkled in too, you know, yeah, get the exactly. best of everything. Love it. Okay. What is your dream wedding cake flavor? Um, we're actually, no, I'm not going to give that away. My dream wedding cake flavor. <laughs> <laughs> not your own. You're, you're alternate. <laughs> um, honestly, I'm a little untraditional. I love a strawberry cake. Mm. Like not like a strawberry shortcake, like a strawberry flavored cake. Ooh. Strawberry or lemon. I think those are really good. Oh yeah. Oh, it sounds delish. Mm -hmm. Okay. What song do you need to hear to get you on the dance floor at a wedding? Um, to be honest, any, but my number one song is I want to dance with somebody by Whitney Houston. The best. Like, the queen. Honestly, the best song of all time. You can't go wrong. It's, it's a fabulous song. Okay. And then last question to the dance floor at all. Oh, you're darting, you know, who's sitting for that song? Like a sociopath. I don't know. <laughs> And then last question is, what is one piece of advice that you would give anyone planning a wedding? Um, I think I would say ask. I know it's traditional that like the bride kind of picks everything, but I would say make like planning the wedding like a date night activity. Like really ask your fiance like their opinions because you'll be shocked that they actually like have op opinions I know it's like usually the bride that like has been dreaming up this wedding her whole life but yes. they have, you know they've got opinions and sometimes they're really good yes yeah you'd be shocked like yeah. this man and I think it's a lot less stressful when you like make it a fun activity that you're like doing together it makes it a lot more special yeah. and honestly it takes a lot of the load off of you know just the bride you know right that's actually such good advice because I feel like so many at least in like hetero couples or whoever is the prominent planner yeah. takes on that role and then gets <laughs> resentful but they yeah. haven't even given their partner the opportunity to yeah. be helpful and even our wedding planner has said she's like you like you guys are one of the only couples that like all of our calls unless they're like bridal styling calls are like together <laughs> that's really sweet I love that and that's good advice make it a date night I yeah. love that yeah it's a lot of fun it is a lot of fun Ashley this was so fun Thank no, you was. so much for doing it. I feel like we got to know a little bit more about the bridal journey and yes. everyone's going to be following along, of course, obviously, <laughs> but iLinks everywhere where people can find you. Is there anything that you want to tell people about and think exciting? Um, I'm just super excited now that we're going to get a venue and like have an official date to like really dive into more bridal content, especially as a mid slash plus size curvy bride. I feel like there's a lot less uh, stuff to find online from brides, yeah. from, you know, curvier brides. So I'm excited to be kind of that representation for all of all my girls out there. Obsessed, <laughs> obsessed. You are, you're an inspiration for all of us. We love following you. And 
Check Ashley out below. We have her links. And thank you again for coming on. This was so so fun. so much fun. Thank you so much for listening to the episode today. Please like, review, rate, subscribe, follow, whatever the things are. It's really, really helpful. If you do support us, there's something in it for you too. You'll have the opportunity to win a free prenup bridal prep planner. We give one away every month. I have the directions on how to do that below, so make sure you check that out. Thank you again for listening. Happy planning. See you next Wednesday.